Hello, welcome to York Street. We hope that this sermon will be an inspiring and impactful one, just what you need at this time. For any of our sermon-based studies, please head to our website at www.yorkstreet.com.au. So grab a cuppa, grab your notebook, whatever you need, and we hope that you enjoy the sermon. Everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Dan Warlow. Here he is, running to get his microphone. Full service here. <laughs> um, so glad to have you here. Dan is a children's entertainer and has done uh, a lot of awesome gigs around um, and has, will be doing a concert at 11 o'clock today with a bunch of kids as well and hoping some of you will come back with your grandkids. Um, but we just thought we would have him share with us some of his experiences and what it's been like um, for a journey with him and, and hear a little bit about what it's like to be Dan Warlow. So we have Michelle here with us today from Kids Min area. Yay, Michelle. <laughs> and, and I'm Angela, and many of you know, I'm on a leadership team in various different roles. But I'm going to be speaking from the worship role today, so that'll be exciting. Um, thanks for being here today, Dad. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Are you happy to be away from Brizzy? I like travelling. Okay. <laughs> um, when it's not, well, uh, if you asked me that in 2019, I would have said, I don't like travelling. Because <laughs> I was away 30 Sundays in, in that year. Wow. And that was a lot. Yeah. Too much. But, yeah, um, yeah this is... Um, then you had forced rest, I bet, for the next two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Definitely forced. Yep. Um, but, th yeah, very happy to be here. Yeah. It's good to finally get here. We've been trying to do this for ages, haven't we? Yes. We had Dan online last year on screen, so um, we're really... Not quite the same. It's not the same, no. is it? No, it's not good. But we have a few questions. Michelle, do you want to start off? Okay, so as a Yorkie Kids leader, um, we actually love Dan. We, um, we play a lot of his songs. Um, but to start off with, because I'm a Yorkie Kids leader, we're going to start off exactly the same as we do in Yorkie Kids when we split into our age small groups. Um, we always do an icebreaker to get to know each other. Some of the questions are ridiculously random. So, sorry, Dan, some of these are ridiculously random. It's all right. We can just work through it. Just go with the flow. <laughs> go with, go the, with flow. the flow. <laughs> okay, so here we go, jumping in. Favourite colour? Blue. Yeah. Do you want to do these two, Ange? Will we all do these? Oh, we just just sure. chuck them at Dan. Yeah, we'll Favourite colour, Ange? Oh, mine. Purple. Yeah. Mine's purple. orange. Yeah, oh, on top of that, we have some chatters in, uh, in Yorkie Kids, so you have 10 seconds oh. maximum to mm. answer. Some of these are easy. Favourite colour. Some of these, you might need a bit of, you know, extra information. Okay, favourite food? Um, definitely curry. Spicy curry. Ooh. Any curry lovers out there? Yes. yes, come on. Yeah. In heaven, it will be like, just carry everywhere. <laughs> Please, Jesus. Okay, that's your 10 seconds up. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. I feel like food, yes, tick. <laughs> that totally works. <laughs> I love chucking people in the deep end. It's so fun. Oh, my favourite is potatoes all the way. Oh. Um, okay, favourite superhero? Um, probably classic Superman. He can fly. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> Safe on travel. Um, Jesus? I love it. Yeah, Jesus is the correct answer, isn't it? I know where your boys get this from now. 
Mine is Wonder Woman all the way. Um, okay, we're going to skip down because it's taking longer than I thought it would. <laughs> okay, which do you or prefer? Or just do me. Just do you. Oh, so Angie's off the hook. Okay. Up to you. Favourite movie? Oh, there's so many. I, I really like um, modern history, particularly like World War II genre. So sorry, kids. But like, I think Hacksaw Ridge is one because it's a true story about someone with a strong faith who kept... who didn't want to actually fight but he kept running out to save people and he's like god just give me one more and he went out and got someone and he's like give me one more yeah. and i can relate to that a lot nice yeah. love it um okay which do you prefer summer or winter um in brisbane winter <laughs> brisbane winter is from the lord it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> obviously he doesn't live in ballarat <laughs> <laughs> okay cats or dogs um dogs with a bit that of... is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Beach or the mountains? Um, beach. Hard choice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you're in Kaikoura in New Zealand, you get both. Nice. Anyone been there? Yeah, go there. It's oh, good. There you go. Snowy mountains, beach. Oh, I love right. it. <laughs> um, okay, this is a random one. If you could be an animal, what would it be? Um, an eagle. Again, travel costs. I see a theme. <laughs> Did you play the guitar? No, I couldn't. But I could fly to someone who could. Yeah, true. Yeah. I feel like you're not trying hard enough, you know, as your eagle to not play the guitar. Surely you can try harder. True. <laughs> okay. Um, if you could travel... Uh, sorry, I'm going to say this differently. Would you travel into deep space or in the ocean, like way, way down midnight zone? Um... I'd go space. Anyone with me? Space, yeah, totally. Yeah. The ocean no. <laughs> totally scares me. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I'm... I like it, but space is more like trophy worthy. Yeah. I'm allergic to being eaten by sharks, just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know I like that one. <laughs> yeah, scary. Um, oh, I have some questions for you. Here's a good one. Yes. What's your favourite Colin Buchanan song? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I could be cheeky and say Good Shepherd because that's my song, which he's on. <laughs> but I won't say that. No, no um, probably the, um, what was I thinking? The Lord is King. I really like that one. Yeah. It's more a worshipful song, but that's actually one of my favourites. Does anyone, does anyone know that one? The Lord is King. He's going to look after everything. Okay, I'll sing later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite thing in creation? Oh, so much. I think I even I think I wrote down. I couldn't do one thing. I wrote water, light, animals, and food. Yeah. So everything. <laughs> yeah. So much. Yeah. Other than your but, wife, but I like light said. and water is amazing. <laughs> Just you know, blue skies and clear water, and I love it. And your wife. Yes. Yes. Right, good answer, and children. Yes, yes. <laughs> also good. <laughs> you got any hobbies? I have enough. Put yeah. that on your Do question. I have hobbies? Yeah. Um, I, I love, um, well, I love just tinkering with music, obviously, but yep. um, photography a bit, yeah. um, and I don't know, I'm interested in, like, outdoor survival stuff as well, just mm. different comedy, stuff like that. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Right answer. Yes. Correct? <laughs> oh, no, we got some resistance. <laughs> I'm not saying no to tea, I'm just saying yes to coffee. 
I agree. It's a cappuccino. Yeah. That's correct, it's right? Yes. Yeah, see, I remember. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, let's move on to some more questions about ministry stuff, mm. if you're happy for that. Yeah, great. Unless you guys have a question, you yeah, have yeah, a burning question. Yeah, that'd be question. awesome if everyone's got a question. Just stand up and yell it out. I might say I've got three kids. We live in Brisbane. Grace, Bethany, Alice, three girls. Um, soon to be 11, 9, and 6. Well done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yes. Yes. The problem is when someone asks you what year they're born. <laughs> oh, no, that's... That I've one. got that one. Because it's all the odds. It's 2011, 2013, 2015. Yeah. Oh, you've done it well, then. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to remember. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's get down to business, you know, for the reason that we're here. Um, Now that you're travelling again, Mm. what does your devotional life look like and how do you find that time amongst the crazy to connect with God? Yeah, I I would have liked to have answered, um, you know, at 6.30 every day after I've made my coffee, I'm sitting down on the chair and just waiting on the Lord. And to be honest... I would love, I would love to be able to. Um, I, I'm actually constantly working on trying to get. There's real value in routine, of, of that. What I what I find is, that it's a, more a constant thing. So whenever I'm driving, I just catch myself, turning most of my thoughts to prayer. Just naturally, if ever there's a worry, I think I've just got a bit of a habit to go. All right, God, bring you into this. If ever there's a, question about what's going to happen in the future, shoot it straight to prayer. I'm thinking about my life and just saying, God, am I doing what you want me to be doing? Mm. So I feel like it's just an ongoing thing. Mm. Um, And we were in Tasmania um, for the last five months. We went down in January, little family adventure, and just got back to Brisbane about four weeks ago. And one thing that will stay with me um, is... You know, because it was like a creative sabbatical time. I've been doing this for seven years. Yeah. And um, I didn't realise it till I got down there. But um, is finding new ways to pray. And for me, I don't really like running much. But I've just got into it because I found it was an amazing combination of mm. just time. I couldn't get distracted by anything when you're running. I just put my worship music on. And it was just such a beautiful spot there to run by the clear water mm. and every, all that stuff and the mountains which is there so um, that's another way that I love doing devotions and I find myself you know a couple times a week now just saying I've got to get out there and and just run all the energy and stress off and I, I pray when I run it's amazing mm. yeah does anyone else do that does anyone else do like exercise and prayer okay sweet <laughs> next question <laughs> <laughs> but that's an interesting point because what, the reason why we ask that question yeah. is with someone that's so busy, like yeah. we all recognize busy lives and yeah. how hard it is sometimes to make um, devotion and time yeah. with God a priority. Mm. What are key things and like yeah. you're, you're sharing like I have to run, I have to discipline myself, I have to make mm. it be a choice that I yeah. choose to do. Or when you're traveling in your car, you just yeah. happen to be in that space. Yeah. Um, is there things that we could learn from that? What yeah. I don't think it's that I'm too busy. I don't think I'm too busy, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that it's just I find I'm the kind of person who finds routine hard. I'm pretty distractible and things like that and just find it difficult. And it's just you've got to know, be honest with yourself and know how you're wired and yeah. what you find challenging. For someone else, it's just easy. 
Mm. Um, and that's me having to know myself and know the God who I serve and yeah. just say, all right, God, you, I've been dealt these cards. Help me do connect with you in a way that works. And actually, that's a great piece of wisdom pastor in my church says is, he says, find the way that you connect with God and go there often. So for some of you, it'll be when you're studying theology. For others of you, it's when you're out in the cafe with strangers. Yep. When you start talking to them, you get the sense, yeah. a sense of God's presence. For others, it's congregational worship, mm. or it might be when you're writing or even painting or just sitting out in the scenery. Whatever it is, mm. however you connect with God, go there often. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's about changing our perspective or, or our um, our set ideas of what devotion is it's you know not necessarily oh, totally. sitting in your book it's it's um yeah doing what works i think connecting. it should be refreshing and i'm i've found sometimes that the way i thought it should be which is often just sitting down and you know just often imp- i actually find that really hard praying on my own it's a real choice i much prefer praying in places like this mm. you know so yeah you said church. What church do you attend? Um, we're at Gateway Baptist up yep. in Brisbane. Big yeah. Babo church. We've sent people up there. Have you? We know it. <laughs> like Ben Bing and all. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. We love him, and we send him with all of our love there as well. <laughs> but yeah, we oh, yeah, Ben Dainton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know him. A few others. Amelia yeah. was up there for a while. And a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Ben, if you're watching, get home, mate. Hey, Okay, I'm going to switch tunes a little bit. Um, We love our kids and families in Yorkie. We really value them. Um, And they're actually a really important part of our mission um, and our vision of the church. Um, What do you think is the greatest need for our children today? Yeah, that's a a huge question. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Gosh. Um, I, I think part of it is because I was thinking on this question and I came down to I've just seen a lot of people where if they've come from broken homes and just had a real challenging family life it actually makes it really difficult for them obviously not impossible but very difficult to connect with God um, and again not always but I've just I've seen different families and how that contributes. So I was thinking the word, the best word I came up with was connection. And I feel like the greatest need for kids is obviously for everyone is connection with their maker. Mm. Um, But I think connection within their family as well with their parents and having a trusting environment there. So I think anything which comes down to the family unit and keeping that strong and and keeping that, you know, God-centred is... Like, if they have that, then I, I feel like that's, the, that's a huge, that's a big rock right there in their, in their life for what they need. Um, yeah. yeah. And of course, family isn't, you know, kind of what people grew up in, in like, the, the 40s and the 50s with, you know, there's a mum and a dad and there's three children and mm. grandma and grandpa live over there on that side of town and, you know, grandma and grandpa live over that mm. side on this side of town and they see them every week and they have Sunday dinner together. Yeah. Um, you know, we live in a world that's very disconnected, especially after the last two years. Yeah. Um, and I think children live in a world today where they don't hear about Jesus. There's children who've never heard about Jesus in Australia in their lives, mm. yep. um, yeah, so um, it, it kind of is important, isn't it, for those connections. And for us as Christians to connect with families 
um, outside of our church. Um, yeah. yeah. And you know what I love about this congregation too is that I know that many of them pray for their families, their children, and their grandchildren. And that's probably one of the most important things as well, beyond trying to, maybe you don't have the ability to create that home environment for your kids or their their children or whatever that is. But praying, I think, is such a powerful tool that we have that I know many of you have done in their service for your families. And um, I don't believe that those are unheard prayers. I I feel like those have been... um, Many times I hear stories of faithful prayer warriors mm. changing and transforming family situations and lives. Oh, I think it's huge. So, mm. um, sometimes it doesn't happen right away, but it's no. like that. So I feel like that's, yeah, an, an important thing as well. Mm. Mm. So on that subject of praying for our families, um, at Yorkie we're very multi-generational. Mm. Um, obviously there are people who the idea of being a Yorkie Kids leader is incredibly scary. <laughs> Spending an hour... Anybody want to sign up? Yep. Yorkie Kids? Totally, we have space. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, for the hour, or depending on who's preaching, possibly a little bit over an hour, um, <laughs> keeping... <laughs> Keeping 30-plus children occupied. Um, so for the people who aren't Yorkie Kids yes. leaders, how can they impact our children and our children's ministry? Yeah, great. I, I really think there's a big role that everyone can um, play in this. And particularly, you know, of, of the older generation, you've got such wisdom and life experience that you can not just share with the kids, but I, I was thinking that, any support that you give for families or parents will also be valid in that because, again, when it's a strong family unit, it will flow down. So that might, you might say, oh, I just can't relate to kids or whatever. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you can. But maybe then if you can't, you could help the kids by helping their parents. Maybe even if it's like, even if it's like, for example, mum and dad, if you're listening, taking the kids so that we can go out on a date night um, it's a joke. I know they're not listening, but um, <laughs> you know when you picture the audience laughing, but they don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and and I think prayer is huge. I I think that I always remember it's God's job to change hearts, and it's very easy to think if there's someone you're hoping is a way you're hoping to come to Christ or you want them to be be strong in the Lord it he's got to do that he's got to change their hearts and so and and we obviously work with him and and play a a role in that but it's he's the heart changer so I even feel maybe if there's people out there who know someone who they're praying for just to be encouraged not to give up um, just to let God's timing work on that and take if there's a heavy weight of pressure on you for that just give it to god every time you're worried just turn it to him and remind yourself of your role in changing people's hearts that it's not your job and sometimes if we try and make it our job we can get in the way Mm. we can just get in the way of the holy spirit's job let him do what he can do best and we should do what we can do best um yeah and i guess the other thing is supporting ministries or um things like scripture union or camps or things like that that was a huge thing for me growing up is having communities getting kids around christian communities to be honest and just catching that from other people whether that's facilitating them going to a life group or um yeah or a camp or um you know 
prayer and finances, things like that, you might say, oh, I couldn't really do that, but I'm going to support the kids' ministry here mm. or, you know, chaplaincy or something like that. Mm. We can all play a part. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. And if, if we were to think about how that relates to us, we think about if I was to say to you, who are you investing in? Who are you praying mm. for? If I was to ask you right now, who is it that you're praying for right now that you're investing in? Mm. Um, what would you answer and how would you answer that? I believe many of you are praying already. And I think that's important because, like, you know, you might have heard the saying, we're only ever one generation away from, like, the mm. scripture or, you know, the next generation falling away. Mm. Um, I think there's a scripture here, is in Judges 2.10, that says, after that generation died, another generation grew up yeah. who yeah. did not acknowledge the Lord yeah. or remember the mighty things he had done to Israel. Mm. Um and, you know, what a sad snapshot. And let that not be mm. on us, yeah. that we didn't do our part yeah. to pass on, tell the stories of what God's done in our lives. Mm. I encourage you, God's, for, you know, if God's done something in your life, tell that mm. to the young people. They love stories. That's that, you know, history being passed down through the generations. Yep. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, you good? Yeah. Um, we're going <clears> to... <throat> Move towards the, the ministry that yes. you do, kind of stuff that you're um, yeah. being part of. Um, I haven't written this on your question again, but I had I wanted you to share what was what's your biggest gig that you've done for music for oh, kids? Yeah, right. Well, probably just in Tassie recently. Yeah. Um, Will Graham came to, so he's Billy Graham's grandson. Hmm. It's Bill Graham, uh, um, Billy Graham, then Franklin, oh. and then. Really Will good. Graham. Yeah. So he came to Tassie in May. Yeah. Um, and event. Yeah. yeah, in the arenas there. And so then I worked with, I was on that team, worked with him and did the Kids Fest Day, which is, I did a concert, all the kids came in and then Will came on stage and shared the gospel hmm. and kids came forward. So that was, that was probably definitely the biggest one I've done. Um, just, How many kids were there, do you think? Oh, probably like 550 mm -hmm. at the, in, at both, I yeah. think. You know, like at each one. Yeah, um, um, For the kids. And, and I think, you know, that was great. So it's not the biggest crowd, mm -hmm. um, but I think it was the biggest sort of team and organisation and opportunity. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I'm praying for open doors in the States mm -hmm. um, and also UK and things like that. And this is probably a mm -hmm. good answer to prayer in that, you know, making connections over there. Um, but... Yeah, they're very generous, very kind. <coughs> excuse me, very kind um, and professional. Yeah, yeah. You do concerts, but also you go into schools. As yeah, well, that that's my main thing is going to schools. Yeah, sharing the gospel. Yeah, Australia-wide. Non-Christian schools or only Christian schools? Uh, so it's mostly Christian schools. Yeah. Um, but if you have even half of those kids come from Christian homes, that's a pretty good rate mm. in in Christian yeah. schools Australia-wide. It is rarely more than that. Yeah. Occasionally it is. Yep. Um, often they're the minority, even in Christian schools. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel like I can go there. I've got a platform to say and be clear with the gospel, and I've got mm -hmm. ears who need to hear it. Mm -hmm. you know? But I'm very passionate about going to state schools. I know here in Victoria that's a very difficult situation now, but it's still open in Brisbane. Um, and, yeah, I've been raising support to make it to take the cost away from state schools. And last year I went into probably 13 or 14 state schools. Have you ever had pushback from parents that you've come and, no, never? No, because we do it, we do it the right way. We get 
all the kids who come to it have got permission. Yeah. Um, and that's just a simple administrational task. Mm. Obviously, um, you know, the chaplain there does that. And we even have kids who didn't normally go to religious instruction come to it, but they got a specific permission form for that. So what Which is, of, how good is that? Isn't that amazing? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what kind of percentage of kids would not have permission to come? Is it a small Yeah, okay. Or? Yeah, so it is, it is dropping year on year. Um, it used to be opt-out. By default, everyone was in, but you could choose to go out. Some opposition groups made that switch. It's now opt-in, and by default, so many more people are not doing it. Um, it's still the majority overall, like I think more than, probably average is maybe 40%, but they're noticing in the early years now that there's a much smaller rate coming up through the, the schools. And that's when it'll be a challenge. I'm aware that time's running out, um, like God can do anything, but if the way trends are going, just need to be very strategic and intentional in that space. Yeah. So, that's good. Yeah, I'm just grateful I can go into that space. Yeah. We're in a minute going to get you to sing us a song, Ooh. share us with us one of your songs that you've written. Yeah. Um, but I want to hear a little bit about your writing process. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we really value about you is that your songs are biblically based. I know a lot of children entertainers have a lot of fun songs mm. about stuff and things, which is fine. But what we really appreciate about what you bring to the table is biblically based scripture breathed worship songs that are for also kids. fun. Um, that are also fun. Um, can you, you tell us a little bit about that process and then we'll yep. get you ready to sing us a song? Yeah, um, so I always have a message that I feel like I want to give and I just write it all out saying what I want to say so I make sure I've got all that down. Um, and I then look up heaps of scripture on whatever topic that is and just like collate Bible verses. Mm. And... Um, that's sort of the main thing. But then it's, if I don't have a nice melody or a tune to go with it, um, then, yeah, that's... Do you have people that come and edit it? Your uh, music? I, I, well, early on, like my first album, I got a, like a focus group together and I said, I played all the songs out and said, what do you think? And I got some really valuable feedback, which yeah. is really good. I, I think I did that for the second album, but the group was a bit smaller. Um, I think by the time it was the third album, it was just my wife and a few songs to Colin. Um, <laughs> Colin Buchanan. Buchanan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but, because I think, yeah, I, I, I was in a, I feel like I'm like, yeah, I know that that will work, um, doing it for seven years now. But um, the thing I'm trying to work out more is co-writing now, is finding other songwriters and um, doing that. Because I've done like 30 songs that I've recorded, and I'm mm. kind of like, I've said a lot of stuff in 30 songs. Yeah. But I'm... I'm, I'm praying, like I feel like I, I'm ready for another album, but I'm just praying that God will give me the words and I think of, um, yeah. I find the lyrics very challenging. Mm. I just toil over that because I don't want any room for it to be misinterpreted <laughs> um, and, I, and I want it to be clear. So the challenge is how do you say something with depth which is also understood? Mm. So I don't, I want, you know, you could yeah. make it understood but then it would just be wishy-washy and but I want the depth still. And then it's got to be catchy. So those three things I'm trying to hold in balance. Mm. If it's not catchy or nice to listen to, I won't release it. If there's not depth there, what's the point? Yeah. And um, if it can't be understood by kids, then again, what's the point? Yeah. So yeah. my heart is for families as a whole, um, but I get there through the kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's great. And adults often get something out of it too, and they're <laughs> surprised. And I'm like, that's the whole point. Yeah. You know, adults have their guard down when they see a kid's entertainer. Um, and music is nah. such a perfect way to get scripture into kids. Yeah. Which then in turn... There's something about yeah. music in your... Uh, the way it works, using another part of your brain. Yeah. We all know what it's like to have a song stuck in your head, right? <laughs> so why not have a, a song about God's truth and love just drip-feeding mm. again and again and again, just like what's going to happen to you after I sing this song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> we'll help set you up. All right, cool. If you would like prayer or to find our sermon-based studies, please head to our website or check the description below for a link. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to share the video, like, subscribe and hit the bell icon for updates of when we release new videos. Remember, life can be tough, so let's do it together.